0: Thank you for tuning in to a couple of Kimers podcast. I am your co-host, Francesca. People call me Frankie.
1: And I'm your co-host, Christopher. People call me Chris. And
0: today we're going to start off with Attitude, Attitude of, of Gratitude.
1: Gratitude. Well, I guess I'll go first. Uh, I'm grateful for having time off on the weekends and just being able to relax as well as um, continuing to get these home improvement projects finished or continuously worked on. So, yeah, I am grateful for relaxation and time because time is definitely something you just can't get back and you have to use it wisely.
0: What are you grateful for? Hmm. I am grateful for, I think I already said the rain another time, didn't I? Yeah. I am grateful for the rain. We've been getting a lot of rain. But I'm also grateful for, oh gosh, so many things. Um. I don't know. All on the top of my head is you and rain Ooh. so i'm grateful for peace honestly and maybe that's just what's on my brain i was trying not to be like super cliche because that's what we're talking about today but i am i'm grateful that you know like with every body i'm not unique that life can be full of turmoil but I am at peace with my life. Um, Not to say I don't have problems and and everything's going right and nothing's going wrong, but I'm just grateful that I'm able to have peace about whatever comes my way. How about that? Okay. And that just goes perfectly into our topic of today is practicing peace. Yes. How do you find
1: your peace? Well... For starters, I always like to remind myself of what I can control and then think about what I can't control. And what I can control makes me feel a lot at ease. It alleviates a lot of anxiety and reminds myself, like, you know what? This is all I can do in this situation. So everything else... I just leave it in God's hands or just let it be what it's going to be or Mm -hmm. let it play out to what it's going to play out to. I can't control everything. Everything can't go my way. Everything can't be exactly directly the way that I want it to be all the time. And I mean, that's just life. But I take peace in knowing that as long as I do the things that I can control, then I'm okay with that. I I have peace about it.
0: Yeah. I think I'm pretty similar in the way that, you know, I've mentioned before that in my past, I have wanted to take control and, like, I want everything to go a certain way. And, like, that's just not really always possible. And if if things go your way, it's, a blessing, you know, and just take it as that, be happy about it, and move on. But in those situations where it doesn't quite go your way, or doesn't go your way at all, you know, you just gotta think, there's always next time, and what is the lesson in this? You know, what, everything happens for a reason. I believe that, we believe that. So, what's the reason it didn't go your way? You know, you never know what the outcome could have been otherwise. So, I just find peace in that Um, and also just knowing that having like, you know, unrest and all that in your spirit, holding on to anger, holding on to ill feelings and all of that. It's like, what do they say? Drinking poison, wanting the other person to die. Is that what they say?
1: It's like you drinking poison. In hoping or thinking the other person's going to die.
0: Right. Like, I'm not about to drink the poison. No. I think that's what it is when you don't forgive in your heart. Now, I will say, also part of that piece is for yourself and even possibly to them, you know, let them know that you forgive them. But first and foremost, truly forgive them or whatever, forgive the situation or whatever the situation may be. That's not. Bringing you peace necessarily and let it go, you know. And I'm not trying to say, oh, it's like a snap of a finger, just let it go. Some things take time, but don't let it fester because that's disrupting your peace. And overall, like your peace is what matters most, at least to me. My peace matters. And so when you value your peace, you'll move differently through life, you know. And not to say that once you forgive that person, or that situation, but specifically that person that you now have to be all in, you know, like buddy, buddy, communicating often, hanging out. No, sometimes peace comes in a complete cutoff of that person. Doesn't mean you don't forgive them. Doesn't mean you don't, you don't love them, um, but just means that you're not going to put yourself in that situation. I'm like queen of dosing people, you know. I can't take everyone all the time. And whether it's them or me or just a combination of our two personalities, sometimes things just don't mesh all the time. And for me, I need peace. And if our personalities and our viewpoints and our conversations are just draining and, you know, It's especially people who see things vastly different than you do. It's not that you can't ever get along or be around them. But for me, super draining. Like, it disrupts my peace to be around that person all the time. You know, so I'm queen of dosing. So, like, we might not talk every day, but we can talk every month. <laughs> every couple months, every week, once a week, because this might be a person that call you four, five, six, seven, ten times a day. You're like, whoa, no, I cannot take you ten times a day. I cannot take you for five hours out the day. I cannot take you for whatever long. You know, I'm really queen of dosing, so that's how how I find my peace. One of the ways when it comes with like interpersonal relationships and stuff.
1: Yeah, and then I'm super thinking about it. I think I really made it a point to practice peace when I was about 19, and I remember sitting in one of my, I think it was actually my yeah, marriage and family class when I was in community college, and I remember I said, We were having a discussion about what do you rank as valuable. I think you had to come up with like five or seven things. And I think my top one was harmony because my thing was having solace or peace intrinsically was very important for me. And I remember one of my classmates had commented and said, are you Buddhist? (laughs) <laughs> Don't make it look like that. 19, like, <laughs> no. Meh. I'm not Buddhist, but I do believe in having mental peace. And I know I get it. I probably, I'm, not probably. I know I get it from my mom because she was always one of those people who believed in having equilibrium just in everything. Like, don't get too happy, don't get too sad, don't get too upset, just, you know, go along with the flow slash enjoy things for what they're worth. So, in relation to having peace, you know, for her as well as even for myself, has always been a practice of, again, focus on what you can control, what you can do, and then everything else, it just is what it is at that point.
0: Roll with the punches.
1: Right, because I used to get anxious about. Since I'm talking about academia, I used to get nervous about okay, what are my grades gonna be, you know, or is a professor going to be a little more lenient because maybe I didn't do as well in the last test or quiz or something like that. And my thing was, at some point over time, I just said, okay, it just is what it is. You. You studied, you did the best you could, that's all you can, that's all you can control. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's up to the professor's discretion if they want to be blunt about how you did or if they want to be a little more lenient. I mean, things like that happen when you're in school, whatever. But at the end of the day, that's just an example of saying you can only control what you can control. Everything else is out your hands, and there's just no need of losing sleep or getting anxious or getting angry about something you have no control over. But I know it's it's something in us as humans where we feel this need to want to have things go our way and have outcomes play out the way we want them to. I mean, if we could, obviously, (laughs) we all would be doing things like that, but that's just not reality. That's just not how it works. That's not how God created it, so... We just, we just control, like I said, what we can control. And I learned to apply that in every aspect of my life Well, I'm dealing with people. And it's hard. I think it's always been harder for me when it comes to, um, you know, having friends or associates or clinics I'm someone who loves to help. I really like to see people do well. I'm always wanting to be the helping hand. And I had to learn to find peace with not necessarily being the person that they want or choose to ask for help.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had to learn to have peace about it. Like, hey, if they want to talk with you, if they need you for something, they know how to get a hold of you. They, they, you know.
0: Yeah. It's funny when you mentioned, jumping a little bit back, what you said early on about your mom being kind of even keel I feel like it might be an Aquarius thing because that's kind of how I am and my mom was the same way too like I know she used to say like um, her friends would be like something would happen and everybody would be like excited and, ah! and she'd be like smiling you know and she'd be just like you know kind of happy looking Sh- you know showing kind of happy and they'd be like you know, Bonnie, aren't you excited? She's like, yeah, I'm really excited. And they're like, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. okay, you gotta have a funny way of showing it, um, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like I can be that way. I feel like you though, with excitement, you be getting super excited. Like oh, you're yeah. very, uh, you're very expressive.
1: I'm very enthusiastic yes, when it comes you to are. that. And but I've always been that way. Because you're not an
0: Aquarius.
1: Yes, because my mom was definitely the opposite. She would say, oh, yeah, I'm happy. Oh, yeah, that's good. Or, And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, you don't seem happy or excited or <laughs> proud of anything. Like, you just... <laughs> and I used to have those conversations with her for years. I'm like, Mom, how come you don't... I'm like, oh, yeah, I am excited. I just don't, you know, express it in the same way as some other people do.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm. I have been misinterpreted like my reactions to just even like I I think I I got called out on it for lack of better words most in college you know because you meet a lot of people that don't know you from like most of my people I knew before college I knew pretty much my whole life so they just kind of knew who I was uh, or met me early on you know middle I mean like elementary really I didn't make too many new friends after elementary just the way my life worked out, I guess. But in college, it was kind of like challenged my personality and like just challenged me as a person, right? And people would point out things that no one ever pointed out to me before. I don't know if the people around me were protecting me or just you know summed it up to that Frankie or whatever, but a lot of things were challenged for me in college, and that's definitely one of them, like how – Unexpressive I am of feelings like um or outwardly express expressive, like like you were saying, if I'm excited, I might put a smile on, you know, or I will, and just and it and it sometimes bites you in the butt when it's like people are you know something somber happen, and it's like, well, you know they might want you or it might be interpreted as you don't care. Um, so I've worked on that through the years, just part of it is just naturally me, but you can't always use that in, as an excuse in life. Like, Oh, that's just how I am. You know, and that's not cool. So definitely we're all work in progress, me included. So I've definitely worked on some of that. Cause I'm like, I don't want people to feel, you know, that way, um, that I don't care or things like that. You know, my closest friends, talk about it or whatever and I think now they've the ones that I made like later in life like oh that's you know how Frankie is and they're able to read me but you know
1: you know what I'm saying. It's, it's funny because it's actually the opposite for me since I've been an adult where people seem to find seem to be very uncomfortable with me being enthusiastic and I know and it just comes off natural for me, but I know for a lot of people, I know for some people, it may come off as, you know, overkill or affront or it's fake, but like that's just genuinely how I am, because I...
0: I do. I, I think I, I've said that to you before. I'm like, yeah. are you serious? Because yeah, it like, do, it be seeming like, to me, because my so, you know, inexpressive self um, is like, you just can't compute it. I'm like, what? Are you serious? Like, is this forced?
1: Yeah, and I know some people feel that way because I'm also a passionate person, so I don't... You're a Leo. I don't. Right, so, you know, I don't mind expressing my thoughts, my feelings, my views, and, you know, for years I could, you know, definitely get loud, not in the sense of I'm angry or upset, but, like, I'm just passionate and I care about different topics or different subjects and that sort, but you know, there are people who are uncomfortable with that and I I mean it might be sad to say for some people to hear, but like I had to learn to kind of like tone that down, even though some people may say like I had a professor when I was in grad school who would say, you know, you shouldn't allow people to tell you how you are. And I agree However, I also had to learn too that there are people who when you're in their presence or around them, I mean, it's 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 hard to it's it's a hard it's always been a hard thing for me. It's like you want to be respectful of their thoughts and their feelings, however, you also want to be true to you. And I've had to learn that Okay, maybe, you know, be more cognizant and aware of how you say things or what you're saying and how it's coming across to people. Because, I mean, I wouldn't say people were offended by it, but they were just uncomfortable. And Initially, I'm like, I'm one of those people. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do or say anything to make anybody uncomfortable. However, I also had to be honest with myself and say, but I'm just expressing who I am. This is genuine. This isn't something that I thought about ahead of time and said, okay, if this happens, I'm going to express it this way. No, it just genuinely comes off that way because that's just who I am.
0: Yeah, just like people who get happy and start hitting people or they (laughs) laugh and they be hitting people.
1: Oh, yeah, I know a couple people like that.
0: Yeah, see? I'm not saying it's wrong, but I do be uncomfortable. I be like, oh, my God, like, calm down because I'm just, I'm naturally a pretty calm person. Like, I have moments. I'm not just this wallowing you know in an interesting being but in general like I'm not super phased by much I think I'm like super observant in the way of like i not even observing what's the word I'm looking for like I just need time to process like I understand but like I don't most things do not just strike me and I'm just so moved. Most things don't move me immediately. I have to like think about it and then I'm like, okay, like that is cool. That's exciting. You know, uh, fun fact, I have hit the jackpot before at the casino and some people like they scream and I was literally just sitting there. <laughs> no, if anybody like the only reason why people realize is because, you know, the machine's going nuts. Like, like, but it was kind of back in a corner, so it wasn't a lot of people. And I'm just even the woman, she like commented. She's like, You know, you hit the jackpot. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Then I walk away, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like that's pretty much that's that's the kind of the extent that that I go
1: that's scary 'cause yeah. my mom whenever she hit a royal flush playing video poker, she was the same way you would never know that she won a thousand or two thousand or four thousand dollars playing video poker and hit a royal fl- you would never know you would just never know the only time my mom ever got enthusiastically loud and excited was watching football games, and it was mm. a, an exciting play. She would mm-hmm. yell, she would scream at the TV. I mean so loud to the point where I might be watching T V in another room and she on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think for
0: me it's concerts. I get live at concerts. I like that. Like I get excited, the you know, the whoever, the singer is coming out, you know, I can get party live, excited, but just general everyday stuff even surprising stuff that happens, you know, in life. I just pretty even keel about that. But um, I think we've kind of gotten off topic at this point. <laughs> but, um, yeah, peace. Peace mm. be with you, like they say in the Catholic Church. Oh, peace yeah. be with you.
1: I heard that in Catholic school all my life. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's a good thing. Like, I think wishing someone peace, like, can you wish someone better peace? I mean, anything better than peace? I mean, really. I don't think you can.
1: I don't think so either.
0: So, that's beautiful. I don't really practice Catholicism. I was raised around it and in it. Um, half cease, like my mom's side. But, yeah. Um, but I think that's a beautiful thing. Like, wishing people peace be with you. That's as good as it gets.
1: Yeah, and for me it's, you know, looking at situations and just looking at the details of the situation and figuring out, okay, what can I do or can say in this situation that's in my control, and then what are the things that I can't do? Mm -hmm. once you learn that the things you can do, are very powerful, then everything else will just fall into place.
0: And some of those things that you might think you can't do, it's just something that may have to happen later.
1: Yeah. You know, it's not you can
0: never do it. It's just right now. No. It's not really maybe how exactly you want it to be, but, but it still comes to fruition, like manifesting peace and things like that, manifesting anything for that matter, but I think peace is really important to manifest, especially in those times where it's really hard to find peace. Yes. Um, telling yourself that peace is there, peace will come, there is peace, even there can be peace, even in this crazy storm or whatever you're experiencing. I just think it's super important to like wish peace, like peace be with you, and manifest peace because um, if not, <laughs> sounds kind of duh, but it's like your life won't be peaceful. And I just think that, you know, you see people who just are hot headed and pop off and everything they touch it seems just it's bad. It, it crumbles tainted. You know, I just think that a lot of that is because they haven't found peace for themselves. And it's just so important for you. Once again, going back to what I said in the beginning, like you can't drink the poison expecting someone else to die. Like if you have so much hate in your heart, so much revenge, so much animosity towards somebody. No, like that's not good for you. Like and, and you always got to look out. I say this, I think, every single podcast. You always got to look out for you. Not to say you can't ever help anyone else, but you cannot help anyone if you are not well. How can you help someone find peace if you don't have it yourself? That's not helping anybody. Not you, not the people around you. So I know it's not just easy one, two, three. There's definitely steps. And I think it's different for everyone, like how you can find peace, but... In general, I think starting if you if you can't seem to start anywhere, I would say start by manifesting it. Like speaking it so that it will be, so that it will come. You know, if you're really really struggling, you just have to believe that you can have it and you'll have it cuz it's something that you truly can create yourself on your own. Like you really can. You have the power to create that. For yourself.
1: Yeah. Because I know for me. uh, Post high school. That's when. I really made it a point. To say. I'm not going to allow anyone. Or anything. Get me so upset. That I. Either you know lose control. Or I just. Don't have any type of peace. And. Because before I, I just always had a very bad temper, but people who met me and know me, f- like I said, post high school, it's so funny how a lot of them will say the same thing, which is, I can't imagine you ever getting angry, and yeah. and I like and I like to hear that from the standpoint of, you know, it's taken me years to get to this point. I didn't always act this way. But at the same time, I But try you to, found
0: it when it matters because some people be 55, 60 and still haven't found it. Yeah. <laughs> Yours was more in the adolescent, early adult stage. So, fine.
1: But it was a, it's a, but it's a, and that's the other thing too with practicing peace. It's a practice, it's something you have to continuously do. Yeah. It's not something you just learn after a couple months or a couple years. Oh, okay, I got it now. No, it's a it's a daily thing. It's a continuous thing. I work on it on a continuous basis. Like now I'm at the point where I say to myself, you know, I don't get mad about things anymore. I get annoyed, I might get irritated, but I I it, it would have something for, for something to make me mad. It has to be something so serious. Usually I just feel annoyed or irritated, but to yeah, me, me mad, it it has to, it, something has to really make me mad, but again, I, I haven't always been this way, and that's and it's something that I've practiced for years, because when you have a bad temper, that can be dangerous, depending on, you know, situations that you've been in, experiences that you've had, and What can happen if you don't manage it? I'm not even going to say control it because anger is a natural emotion. But it's not about controlling because when you say control to me you're saying you're saying that you can turn it on and off and that's just not the case. But you can manage it because you can direct it in certain ways to certain people certain situations. But I say all that to say practicing peace is a continuous thing, not a it's not like getting a degree. It's not like taking a class. It's something you do. Okay, yeah, you don't
0: gain your peace certificate. Like, oh, <laughs> now you got your peace certificate. Everything will be peaceful. <laughs>
1: and then you go out next Monday and cuss somebody.
0: Out. <laughs> and cuss somebody clean <laughs> out. <laughs> yep, got that peace certificate. Watch it now.
1: And you see you know, it's so it's silly. So, it on. And they kind of make fun of practicing piece when you see it on TV shows or movies where for example you see the character go to anger management and then their anger gets tested and they always say that phrase to themselves like okay breathe in
0: breathe out that reminds me of what family matters remember when uh, uh, Carl went to anger management he's like one two wait one two no three two one one two three what the heck is bothering is me? me? And like, he had to practice that <laughs> when uh, Steve came yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what that remind me of. But, like, for real, sometimes it sounds silly and it's funny, but <laughs> you got to find your method that works for you. Like, some people might need to kind of just have a moment to wild out. Oh, I know what I wanted to say when you were saying people who act out and stuff. um, A friend of mine, we were talking the other day, and she was telling me about conversations she was having just with these group of um, other women, and they were kind of mentioning just male issues, men drama, 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 drama. And, you know, we're 30-plus now, whatever that means. But it's kind of like, ugh. Still, like, is this still going? When are we gonna like drop the man drama? You know, um, and they were just like, they think it's cute for lack of better words to be like, oh yeah, like I busted him upside his head. I, I was you ain't never bust nobody windows out. And my friend's like, mm, no, 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 I, I have not. Like, and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I mean, I can't say that I've never acted out of anger, you know, in past relationships or in past dealings with in my past with past people, but to that extreme and I'm not like proud of it. Like, yeah, I did that. You know, I was like, dang, like I really wild out in that situation and I'm not proud of it. Like they're like wearing it like a badge of honor. Like, yeah, you know, I custom out I bust his windows i i slashed his tires i bleached his clothes it's like girl that's not cute like if this mm-hmm. if this person and in this case this man is pushing you to go to that like you allow i don't even say he pushing you because can't really blame other people for your actions but you're allowing him to push you to that point why Why haven't you walked away? Why don't you be done with it? Like if that's the reaction that that person brings out of you, that you, you know, are are reacting that way. And then if it's several people, then you kind of need to look at yourself. Like, is it them or is it me? Like, am I just easily tripped off? Am I allowing people to disrupt my peace and then go crazy? But then to also just brag about it, it's just kind of, Cringy to me. It's cringy. And I don't. I don't think that's cute. Like
1: it's. It's not. You like, know. And I do think. Again, I know I harp on it a lot, but I do think that's to me a maturity issue. In that, at what point, you, when you become a certain age, at what point do you say, okay, that you know maybe when I was younger that was funny and cute, but now that I'm an adult, like you gotta move past it. Like it's it's old now. And right. not to say...
0: But no, people be doing it yeah. in their
1: old age. Yeah. And and I think and because I do practice peace on a continuous basis, maybe that's why I have the reactions that I do for certain people in certain situations because it's just like, I'm just beyond that. Not to say, oh, I'm better than them. No. But I'm beyond that because I care about my mental health. I care about my peace. I don't I don't like drama, like I don't you know, it's one thing to watch a dramatic movie for entertainment purposes, but in real life I don't like to witness drama. I don't like to start it or create it or want someone to start it or create it with me. I don't I don't I don't enjoy it because it's not peaceful. <laughs> it's not it's not helpful to my mental health, it's not good for my spirit and I I just no, I just, I don't but again, I'm coming from a place of you know I I had to overcome anger issues and had to deal with just being at peace about just any and everything and knowing like, look, it's out of my control, ain't nothing I can do just is what it is, but I, like I said it took me years and I'm steady working on it to this day and i just hope and pray that people who are listening you know that's something that you could do for yourself just practice whatever that might be that helps you relax and stay stress free do it i encourage everyone do it yeah and do it constantly yeah regularly
0: regularly and then it will become costly And I think a good quote for today is, without inner peace, outer peace is impossible. So you must start inside, and then it will start to transcend outside. Yes. You can't have turmoil inside and then be projecting peace regularly. It just doesn't work that way. Um, So you got to find the peace within you, and then it'll start to transcend outwards outwardly and you won't be busting out people people windows when they make you angry. Well, I think that's good for today. Yes. Yeah? I'm done. I think we've looped and reset and uh said it all. Kinda depicted picked it all apart. Don't you think? I think What's so. What's the word I'm looking for? What you do in biology class? Dissect. We dissected it. Yes. I couldn't think of the word. So, per the Ush Song Association game. Yes. Mm, 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 Who goes first?
1: Well, I guess I'll give you a word.
0: Let's go best two out of three. Okay. Train. Come on ride a train and ride a choo choo. Come okay. on ride a train, choo
1: choo train. Uh, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. All right. Very PG 13. Mm, dry.
0: Dry. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3,
1: 2, and 1. Ah, you loose. I can't even. What the heck got dry in it? I can't even think of I seriously can't think of a song. What song popped in your head? Uh, I I don't know. Because I can't think of a song. Dry. With
0: dry. dry your eyes. Don't cry. <laughs> that song. <laughs> I know there's a song that says that. Okay. Okay.
1: Um. <laughs> Plain.
0: I like get high I like playing mm-hmm. all I wanna do is and, a and taking my name. I got two first fine you get one more chance if you don't get this you're a loser. I always beat you. A new game because this is too easy. Uh, don't get
1: cocky.
0: <laughs> what about... Um, um, fur. 10, 9, 8, 7... Six, five, four, three. Rocking the fur, bringing the two, blue fox out. One. I ain't never heard that.
1: It's from, hey, Buster. What's up, son? You
0: need to go on.
1: All right, bye. Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking?
0: I was thinking, they has bottom jeans, boots with the
1: fur. I didn't even think about it. My brain went all the way back to 2001. Past the you want to tell that brother? Pastor Cavasia, yeah. Everybody singing Hello. now. Oh. Yes, there was a song about Pastor Cavassier for all you younger listeners, but
0: they not listening to this. <laughs> all right. Okay. It's your turn. What are you doing? All
1: right. Boat. Uh, Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five.
0: I'm on four. a boat. We on a boat. <laughs> that T-Pain song. <laughs> <laughs> that little John song. Uh,
1: it's not clicking right now. Probably because it's late. I can't even remember the words.
0: Do
1: I have to remember the words? You, you said a few, so that's fine. Well, I win.
0: Thank you for listening. Make sure you rate and review if you like what you hear.
1: Also, like, subscribe, comment, and share with a friend. See ya.